This is 10 Minutes Today, the motivation and high-performance podcast with your host, Dr. Del Millers. Who is it? Dr. Del Millers. Each week, Dr. Dell will explore some amazing insights, strategies, and simple executable ideas. In other words, things you can do in 10 minutes today that have a dramatic impact on your health, fitness, business, and life. And now your host, Dr. Del Millers. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of 10 Minutes Today, the Motivation High Performance Podcast, where we talk about simple things you can do to make a difference in your life tomorrow in just 10 minutes today. And uh, today we're going to talk about a, a, a simple, uh, a fun, well, I wouldn't say fun, but uh, an, an interesting little tidbit of information, a research study I saw uh, you know, I, I get different research studies uh, in my mailbox uh, uh, on a daily basis so I can uh, know what's going on in, in the world of science and share that with you. And uh, here, this is one study that I, I got not that long ago that talks about eating home-cooked food for longer life. <laughs> and uh, nat- naturally, I mean, it's, it's, it's not surprising that, you know, they're, they're, well, number one, they're studying all kinds of things, but it's not surprising that, you know, it, it, the research is showing now that people who cook more at home end up living longer than those who cook less or those who don't cook at all. Uh, uh, you know, one, one this study, uh, research from uh, a university in uh, uh, the uh, Actually, this study was done at the National Health Research Institute in Taiwan. And what they found was that people who cooked at home at least five times a week were 47% more likely to still be alive after 10 years. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. The study looked at you know, the cooking habits of Taiwanese living independently aged over 65. So these are older people they looked at. And when the researchers uh, followed up with them 10 years later, they found an interesting thing. They found uh, of the surviving participants that frequently cooking was a significant factor in their health and long life. And they repur- uh, rep- uh, reported that in the journal Public Health Nutrition which was interesting because they found that the people who cooked more often, right, they tend to cook more healthier foods or they get in the habit of cooking a bigger variety of foods that a lot of it tend to be healthier than the people who cook less often, which makes sense because you think, you think of the people who cook regularly, uh, you know, over time you're going to get in the habit of learning different things to cook or wanting to learn uh, different things to cook. So you end up cooking a more variety of things. The people who only cook on an occasional basis, right, they might just uh, cook something that they know how to cook or or they're just fudging it uh, here and there. But that means that for the most part, somebody else is either cooking for them or they're eating out a lot more, which means if you're not preparing your own foods, then chances are you have less control over what you put in your body, which is important, right? So the researchers, uh, uh, you know, of the, all the participants in the study, 
they found that 31% reported prepared, uh, reportedly that they prepared meals at home at least five times per week. 17% cooked no more than twice a week. 9% cooked at home three to five times per week, while 43% reported that they never cooked at home at all. And uh, that led the researchers to conclude that we, f- quote, we found those that cooked more frequently had a better sense of nutritional knowledge than those who didn't. So cooking is an activity that requires both good mental and physical health. And, and, and that's important. And, and I, I bring this up to you to encourage you, you know, not, not to tell you so much the science of what's going on or to share research with you, but really to encourage you more to start doing something for yourself. You know, I've worked with clients who didn't even know how to turn on the stove in their house, in their kitchen. Didn't even know that there was an oven in, in the kitchen for years. You know, I had this one guy who didn't even know that there was an oven in the kitchen. You know, for years he lived in, in, in this place. He didn't, he's never touched the oven. He, but slowly over time, and I was able to teach him how to do different things, simple things. You start with making simple breakfast in the morning. You start making oatmeal or boiling some eggs or making little egg white scrambles. Start doing simple little things. And you graduate up to uh, you know, doing other things. And it doesn't have to be complicated. That's why, you know, that's why I write books. I write books to simplify things. And all my books are really based on this idea of being able to do things in 10 minutes. Consequently, my cookbook, 10-Minute Meals, hello. My latest cookbook, Dr. Dell's Rapid Fat Loss Cookbook, which, again, give over 130 new 10-minute recipes. So everything I do is really geared around how do you simplify the things that you have to do? How do you make it less complicated? Right? What are the things that you can make in under 10 minutes? Well, how do you, how do you stock your refrigerator, your pantry, your, uh, your, your freezer to have the things that you need in order to be able to make quick, simple meals in 10 minutes or less? Right? So those are all the things that I teach people. Those are all the things. I'm not trying to promote my books and push my books on you, but that's why I write books because I want to teach you those kinds of things, simple things that you can do that will allow you to do things in as, as little time as possible because I know that time is an issue. That's why most people don't make the time to cook because they think it's going to be something that is time-consuming, and it doesn't have to be. You can make a healthy meal in less time than it takes to go out and pick something up or to order something in, but you have to make the commitment to do so. You have to make the commitment to do the preparation and and stock your, your refrigerator, freezer, and pantry so that you have things at home to cook. And it only takes a, it only takes an hour a week to do that. I've got shopping lists in the book. You take the shopping list to the market and you pick up the things that you need for the week, right? You, at, at one day a week, you look at, well, what am I going to make today? What I usually do on Sundays, I make two or three different things and that lasts me for half the week. So I rarely cook more than twice a week, folks, yet I eat home, home all the time. I, I, you know, I've got three kids at home that I feed mostly from what I cook. 
I don't cook every day. You know, I cook two to three times a week max, but there's always food at home to eat. Why? Because you have to do a little bit of planning, right? You have to stock your your refrigerator, pantry, and freezer with the things. How many times have I said that now? You have to stock your refrigerator, pantry, and freezer with what you need in order to be able to make my 10-minute recipes. And, and if you go online, there are lots of places where you can find simple recipes. You've got magazines dedicated to simple, healthy recipes, healthy living, things that are easy to make, one-dish meals. Uh, uh, so there's really no excuse. And now you're seeing that the research is saying that you know, those who eat home-cooked meals, those who eat at home, tend to live a longer life than those who do not. Because the fact is, the more you eat out, the less control you have of, your, of the things that you put in your body, and the more stuff, I call it stuff, what, you know, stuff or crap, let, let, let me use my term, the more crap, completely refined, artificially produced products that you're putting in your body. Crap, completely refined, artificially produced products. Because there's a lot of, people use a lot of fillers and crap in foods when they cook out at a lot of restaurants or, or you pick things up from that, has been, that have been pre-prepared. You have no control of what you're putting in your body. When you make your own meals, you have control of using healthy, natural, wholesome ingredients so that you're feeding your body some of those whole food goodness I talk about in some of the previous episodes, uh, you know, the, the five foods for longevity and the whole food talks that I've done in the past. So the bottom line is I want you to start eating at home. I want you to start cooking more. And if you don't know how to cook, pick up a copy of my book, 10-Minute Meals, or a copy of my new cookbook, Dr. Dell's Rapid Fat Loss Cookbook. There are tons of recipes in them that are you can make in 10 minutes or less, right? You love pancakes, uh, whole, uh, you know, whole wheat, uh, what am I saying? My, my famous oatmeal egg white banana pancakes. You, you know, you have all different kinds of recipes. My world famous curry chicken. There's so many different things that they're tasty and delicious that you can learn to make. And that's what I want you to do. Learn to make your own food so that you're in control of your health. You're taking charge of your health. Are you with me? So get cooking. That's all the time we have for this episode. I'm Dr. Del Millers. Remember, subscribe to my podcast, 10 Minutes Today on iTunes or 10minutestoday.com. Like me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Dr. Del Millers. Visit my website, The Best You Academy, for free uh, videos, coaching videos. Uh, there are a lot of resources I've got online for you, so check them out and put them to good use because I am here to serve you, and that is my intention. Until next time, remember, when you strive to be the best you've ever been, you'll learn to feel your strength, own your power, and live your best life.